Welcome, friends, to Finding Her, a podcast that dives deep into personal development, creating a brand and business, self-management skills, and how to build that damn village, to name a few. I am your host, Julia Busby, a special education teacher by day that is working hard at building a brand, business, and community that will bring awareness and personal growth through weekly episodes. These weekly episodes will entail discussing topics we all have a hard time talking about in society. Just like you, I am a human juggler in this life, a wife who despises housework, and a mother of three. My passion is to serve others. So are you ready to learn? Let's do this. This episode of Finding Her is brought to you by Spotify. On Spotify, you can listen to all your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account, friends. It has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the best one on planet Earth, Finding Her. (laughs) On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode. Premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on the gram. So if you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app. Search for your favorite podcasts, Finding Her on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Finding Her. Duh. Welcome to episode 39 of Finding Her. I am Julia Buzz, your host, and we are talking about observing our thoughts. So how to observe your thoughts today. So over the last month, I've really been working hard at putting together this series for you about body positivity and the body positivity movement. So really teaching you guys about what the body positivity movement is, and then also addressing pain points that all of us women desperately have been experiencing our whole entire lives, right? And I wanted to touch base with you guys today. You guys know that I had a huge transition from a failed marriage into being single again before I was married years later, married again years later. And when I was looking for resources and and something to learn from, because I am a lover of learning and reading and all the things, how to make yourself better. I couldn't find anything that resonated with me other than Oprah, Broken Open, and Eat, Pray, Love. So on one of my journeys to the bookstore, scouring Barnes & Nobles, I found this book called Choosing Happiness, Life and Soul Essentials by Stephanie Dowrick. I'll go ahead and put that in my show notes. So today, I just wanted to touch base with you guys and let you know that this book helped me tremendously in finding my own happiness, finding myself again after that huge transition in my life. And what I love about this book is, is it's not a self-memoir or anything you need to read where you start on page one and go to the end. Um, she has a variety of dif- different talk- topics that are related to life and soul essentials. And there's one page on there that I'm going to be reading today. It's page 452. And I write all over this book. I highlight it. Um, I pick sections that I want to read. Maybe something calls out to me when I'm reading it. And I really, really enjoy this book as well. So I'm pairing it with Um, thoughts and self-reflection and awareness in the body positivity movement. So how to observe your thoughts. Your mind plays many tricks on you. Oh yes, it does. 
how nice to discover that it's possible to use some of the tricks for your own benefit. So what I'm thinking Stephanie's talking about or how it's resonating with me when I read that is it's tips and strategies to use against your own mind, right? So she says, watch your thoughts. What a ridiculous idea is a thought. So is I am not having any thoughts. Once you get the hang of it, in seconds, you will observe that if you have thoughts and can mentally step back and observe them, then you can't also be your thoughts. This tiny insight may come as a shock to those of you who are highly identified with your intellect. Even for you, however, and perhaps especially for you, this insight can be a relief. So what Stephanie is talking about is awareness. So stepping into or stepping back, I should say, and then looking at being an observer of your own thoughts, that's a reflection piece. So stopping and realizing that those are thoughts or that moment that arises when that thought comes into your conscious awareness, that's awareness, right? So stepping back and looking at it and realizing it's just a thought is a reflection process. That power we have to think, reflect, and remember can be our greatest blessing, but it can also torment us. It can limit us, crush us, drive us crazy, deceive us, or overwhelm us, which is absolutely true, right? Discovering that you can direct your thoughts and choose to think more productively grow you grow in freedom. So let me read that again. Discovering that you can direct your thoughts and choose to think more productively, you grow in freedom. So I really like that. And it's in bold in the book, because it's really making a statement that's very valid for you in your life, no matter where you are, you can grow in freedom. So I like to look at that as stepping out of your comfort zone, right? You're going to grow, it's going to be uncomfortable, it's going to be hard as hell. But if you take these steps to work in awareness and reflection, especially against those limiting beliefs and those negative thought processes and your inner critic and your fun governor, like these are all moments that you can work and combat them and use those tips and strategies to trick your mind to your own benefit. Okay. You don't have to pay attention to a memory that is haunting you a fear that is preoccupying you, a suspicion that is enraging you. It is possible to direct your attention elsewhere or to look at those same situations more productively. So you're going to combat that with mindfulness, a growth mindset, um, really turning around those limiting beliefs, that negativity with power of affirmations, your journaling, gratitude practices. There's so many things that you could do to combat this. And that's how it will make it easier for you. Like she said, once you get the hang of it in seconds, you'll observe that if you have thoughts, you can mentally step back and look back at them and realize they're just thoughts. As you watch your thoughts, you may also be criticizing them. I am so hopeless. I'm such an idiot. How could I be thinking about him again? Intensify the game, so she shares, observe the observer. Shift your inner perspective higher until you experience you are looking at your life and yourself from a genuinely spacious and compassionate viewpoint, and only then ask what's needed. So if you think about year a year ago, I told you guys about the three steps or the three rules, or I forget what I, brain fart right now, brain fog, um, three things, there we go. <laughs> 
and basically when you have a negative thought, I'll take that as an example, negative thought, limiting belief. Um, I've heard lots of ideas or experiences coming from listeners in the community that say that sometimes certain statements have been ingrained into our brain since you were little. So immediately negative statement pops up into your mind. So thinking about that, using the three things that I shared with you last year, let that come in, understand. So number one, here it is. I feel it. What is that? Is it true? And then being able to move into it, breathe through it, let it go. So you need to not be afraid. You need to not tense up. You need to let that feeling come, but then also be able to step back and look at it, like Stephanie says, from a higher perspective, which is a great tip to use, right? Because that's using that self-reflective process. This shit, shiz, holy cheese balls, this hurts. It's uncomfortable. I hate it. Here it is. It's just a thought. Is it true? Is it something that really happened? Why would I feel that way? That's not true. So hammer it down with your Care Bear, right? Be like the 1980s version. Hopefully all of you know what I'm talking about. Care Bear stare with the happiness on the belly. (laughs) So stupid, I know right? (laughs) So cute. I love them. And let it go. I'm still working on that. I mean, this isn't something that we need to conquer and then it's over. This is going to be a lifelong skill and strategy and tips and management. Some days you're going to have great days. Some days are going to be shitty and it's okay. But being aware and being reflective and working through that and combating it with your Care Bear stare is only working for your benefit, right? So I'd like to end the episode today. Check out this book. You can probably check it out as a library for free. Um, Choosing Happiness, Stephanie Dowrick. So Choosing Happiness, Life and Soul Essentials. So I really like this book. I'll probably talk a little bit from it. I write all over it. Um, It's, I've had it for like 12, 13 years now. So enjoy that. And I just wanted to let you guys know that we have three, no, two more episodes dropping today to round out the body positivity movement. I have done eight total in one month for the series. So I'm so excited because I've spent a lot of time researching and really reaching out and connecting with amazing expert guests to come on the show to help us understand more about the body positivity movement and how we can view ourselves more in a positive light than versus that negative belief. Shut up, inner critic, fun governor, fear monster. Anyways, are you friends with me on Instagram yet? What's going on? Add me on Instagram at Julia M. Busby and then check out my blog um, at www.juliabusby.com. Take care and keep shining.